0: This is The Jake and Joe Show, the greatest variety show on the planet. According to us. I'm Joe. I'm Jake. This week, we have some Netflix news for you. We're going to be talking about headphones and why you should splurge on a nice pair. We will also be talking about how we want to make our lives better and more meaningful, which will also involve talking about our strengths and weaknesses. Joe, I hear you have some Netflix news for us. I have a lot of light stuff to talk about this week. Okay. Uh,
1: none of it comes from my personal life. Well, okay, I guess one little tidbit does. But for the most part... It's all little bits of news that I want to share with you guys uh, that won't be outdated by the time this podcast airs. I always try to keep that in mind when I'm going through the week and I find little articles and stuff I want to mention. Netflix news. I'm sure you guys have probably heard it by now. It might already be implemented by the time this comes out. They said they're releasing it in April. Netflix has announced they are changing the five-star rating system to a thumbs-up, thumbs-down system. I don't know if you've heard about this or not. I haven't, no. Uh, I don't know how I feel. Yeah, it has a lot of, you know, like all little things do, trivial things that really don't matter that much. Everyone's
0: up in arms and very opinionated about this. I can see why. Because I feel like most people would, I mean, I myself, either five-star something, three-star it, or one-star. I hardly ever two- or four-star. So, right, right, So it does make a little bit of sense. Yeah. You either like it or you don't.
1: Right. And... The reasoning Netflix's vice president of product gave for doing this, uh, that he said, What's more powerful? You telling me you would give five stars to the documentary about unrest in the Ukraine, that you'd give three stars to the latest Adam Sandler movie, or that you'd watch the Adam Sandler movie ten times more frequently?
0: Well, how does the thumbs up play into ten times more frequently?
1: Because if you're either giving... A movie or a tv show a thumbs up or a thumbs down
0: there's a count to that
1: there's a count and like that's it it's either thumbs up or thumbs down if you've given it a thumbs up you'd watch it again if you gave it a thumbs down you wouldn't when you introduce a star system and you're like now the the watcher who's browsing for something to watch and you see something that has a 3.5 star rating you're going to be skeptical about the quality of the content rather than Did viewers want to watch this, or did they not want to watch this? I see it not working 100% that way. I see the thumbs up, thumb down still being a way of rating the item. But I see it as a better way to gauge whether something's enjoyable to watch than a five-star. I think
0: that's much better. My brain automatically drifted to video game ratings. I remember we talked about that just a couple episodes ago, really briefly. How... You know, like Steam games, if they're mixed or something, where uh, everyone's turned off by it. But if it was just a thumbs up or thumbs down rating, that game might have a thumbs up, and we wouldn't look. We wouldn't look beyond that. We would just be like, hey, you know what? It looks good. I'll buy it. Right. And then you might like it. So right. we're not turned off by a flawed system.
1: Yeah. Like I said, the new system is going to be implemented sometime in April. Another little tidbit of. Netflix news not quite related to the thumbs up thumbs down but still will affect how you browse and use Netflix. The company also confirmed yesterday that it has developed a new method of informing subscribers which movies and shows they'd probably be interested in watching. The new system which is similar to how dating apps work will list a percentage underneath the title. The higher the percentage the more likely it is that users will enjoy that title based on others that they've watched. That's pretty So neat. now Netflix is going to look at what you've watched and gauge other titles in a percentage. Like, there's a 30% chance you're going to like this because you've watched these things. There's a 90% chance you're going to like this because you watch watched these things. And I think this is where the thumbs up and thumbs down system really starts to spread its wings. Because no more... Like, okay, say for example, you and I. We both watched... Uh, Breaking Bad, just just the first thing that popped in my mind. I give it a four-star rating, you give it a five-star rating. You then watch nine other things that I would probably enjoy. But because we gave Breaking Bad one star different of a rating, Netflix isn't going to know to show me the titles that I might like that you watched because we rated Breaking Bad differently. But if it was just a thumbs-up, thumbs-down system, you thumb it up and I thumb it up, and then you watch 10 other things now netflix knows okay both of these users thumbed up the same item this user will probably like these things that that user liked yeah it's a more concrete way of recommending users more content that they'll enjoy and like i a, know that probably was a little confusing for me to explain i hope i did a good job of explaining it
0: yeah it it, it is a little confusing but only because it's like it's funny cuz it, it's basically keeping it simple and making it, it it's just a better better way to go about it there's less it's
1: less in depth yeah so there's less the, the less moving parts you have the less there is to go wrong it'll be more accurate it'll be more precise I yeah. Think. yeah so that's about it on the netflix uh news front i did want to mention that i've been watching a new series on netflix or i watched and finished a series on netflix called love it's a series created by Judd Apatow starring Paul Rust and Jillian Jacobs. Uh, you might recognize Jillian Jacobs from Community. She was one of the main characters on that show. This quick synopsis. The series is presented as a down-to-earth look at dating, exploring male and female perspectives on romantic relationships through the characters Mickey and Gus. I love it.
0: Yeah. I, well, I was talking to you earlier, and I, uh, I, I watched season one. But it was a year ago so I can't remember exactly what I thought about it I think that I thought the writing was clever that's one thing I always pay attention to because I want to feel I don't want to feel dumb liking a show for bad writing you know what I mean yeah so I thought it was pretty clever and it's pretty unique too I think the reason I like it
1: so much is because it feels realistic it feels plausible like the dialogue and the conversation that the characters on the show have feels real it doesn't feel scripted you know the, the stuff they're talking about sounds like things that you would actually say to someone if you're talking to them in real life a little bit of it's a, a little dramatic and over the top but you have to do that type of thing to make it a good right. TV show
0: keep it interesting
1: right but I think it's a Good show. Uh, Jed Apatow did a good job with it. I mean, he's done a good job with a lot of things he's done, so no surprise there.
0: Yeah, I'll have to watch season two. I, I knew it was up, but I just haven't gotten to it yet. It's one of the things that uh, Adria and I have to watch at the same time. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. Speaking of TV series and movies, uh, there's a movie that's going to be coming out that I want to mention because I fully support the director of the movie. The name of the movie is Going in Style. It's a remake of the 1979 movie by the same name. Never. Quick synopsis: lifelong buddies Willie, Joe, and Al decide to buck retirement and step off the straight and narrow for the first time in their lives when their pension funds become a corporate casualty. Desperate to pay the bills and come through for their loved ones, the three men risk it all by embarking on a daring adventure to knock off the very bank that absconded with their money. Hmm. So it's three old guys deciding to rob a bank.
0: That's pretty funny, actually. Uh,
1: it's directed by Zach Braff, which oh, is yeah. JD in Scrubs, one of my favorite sitcoms. Yep. So I'm really excited to see this. He's done a few other movies
0: in the past. He did one. Didn't he do one starring himself? Yep. Uh, he. It was called uh, Wish You Were Here. Yes. I never watched it, but I had every intention to. It looks good. I've never seen it either. Yeah, I think um, it's, it was on Netflix. I don't know if it's I it think is it anymore. still is. Yeah.
1: But yeah, the trailer for. Going in style, looks funny. Three old guys robbing a bank. I mean, that's just a great plot. Yeah. I can see why it's being remade. Uh, One last thing in light before we move on. I'm sure a lot of you out there will recognize the Nokia 3310.
0: That's the remake of the old brick phone. It was...
1: No, the uh, Nokia 3310 is the original Nokia that is that leg- has legendary status to this day. Yes, yeah, so it's, it's, the the phone- it's
0: the remake of the brick oh, Nokia. Oh, yes, yeah, yes.
1: Okay. It was known for having like a one-month battery life. Mm. You could throw it off a building and the thing would be fine when it landed. <laughs> it was a great phone. Everyone who had one loved it. Well, Nokia is remaking it, and it is still called the Nokia 3310. Uh, the new Nokia 3310, it's going to take the same silhouette, and original features of the first Nokia 3310, and update it for 2017. It has a 2.4-inch polarized and curved screen. Uh, apparently, the curved screen makes it better to read in the sunlight because there's not any direct glare. It reflects off the curved glass, which I think is pretty smart. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, battery standby is up to a month. Talk times 22 hours. It comes in four colors. You can play the classic Snake.
0: Yeah. I remember that being a concern. It was like, oh, they're remaking the Nokia phone, but will it have Snake?
1: It does have Snake. <laughs> the only con to it that I'm seeing, I mean, it's 50 bucks, so that's a huge pro for people who want a reliable phone with a good battery life, and they don't care to have a smartphone. 50 bucks, that's unbeatable. The only downside to it is that it only has 2G connectivity. Oh, wow. Which is a bummer because a lot of carriers are dropping 2G from their towers. All towers are 3G and up. So you could be stuck with a phone in a year or two that's not able to get service anymore because it doesn't connect to towers.
0: I suppose it doesn't really matter. Um, I mean, the towers dropping 2G obviously matters. But if from the phone itself, it's not going to be a big deal because it can't. No, to the internet no, no, no. or anything so it's right. just texting phone, and talking the
1: phone being 2g is not the right. issue it's the towers dropping support for it yeah so jake let me know that he doesn't have anything for light this week no nope.
0: boring Nothing week has for you happened.
1: so we're gonna move right into tech all right let's do it hey jake
0: yeah you like headphones i love headphones yeah a good pair of headphones
1: can't be beat, huh?
0: No, you need them. They're yeah. a necessity. Uh,
1: for tech this week, we're going to be talking about, you guessed it, headphones. Uh, I think you and I are both pretty opinionated on this topic. We have, you know, strong feeling towards headphones. Oh,
0: yeah. I've, we're going to see eye to eye here for sure.
1: I know we both have a pair of Audio Technicas. Yep. You have uh, a pair that's a slightly better model than the pair I have.
0: Yes, I have mine? the M50Xs, and I think you have the M30s.
1: Yes, so two steps higher. Unless they made M... Did they make M40s? I,
0: I think it's just one step higher. Yeah.
1: Um, I, I bought mine my, my pair to supplement having a sound system. Yeah. Because I have this 3.1 system here on my computer, so I didn't need to spend quite as much... To get a pair of headphones, and the M30s have so many good reviews. Mm-hmm. They're a universally loved headphone. I know I've said universally loved, I think several times this episode so far, but they're, they're good headphones, and I know you're, you love your M50s.
0: love them've i had, I had uh, like the silver like 25th anniversary edition or something like that for several years until I finally broke the cable because it had a straight cable. So I'd be like, I'd plug it into my computer, have them on my head and they were so comfortable and I had them on my head for so long that I'd forget that they were there. So I'd stand up and walk away and it would just completely, it completely destroyed the top headphone jack of my computer, which is now completely busted. So I have to go all the way to the back every time I want to pop my headphones in, annoying. But anyway, I ended up buying another one. I liked those so much. That I just bought the same thing again, uh, but this time I got the coiled cable, so it's a little bit, a little bit better. Is the cable <laughs> removable? It is. The cable is removable in the new M50x. I had the M50s before. Ah. See, and, and that was too bad because if the cable <coughs> was removable in the old headphones, I wouldn't have needed to buy the new ones.
1: Right, and that I think that's the logic behind doing the removable cable is that if they get ripped out. Yeah. Or the jack wears out, you don't have to buy a new pair of
0: headphones. I think that is so cool of Audio-Technica to do that, though. Because if you think about it, that's not in their best interest. It's more work for them to design you know, a removable ja- wire yep. like that. And it makes us so that we don't have to buy a whole new pair. Like, I don't see Beats by Dre. I'm probably going to eat my words. They probably already have this feature. But I just don't see, like, Beats by Dre incorporating that feature into their headphones. Because it's not profitable. It's not as profitable to the company. So right. it gives me more respect to, uh, to them.
1: They honestly care about the quality and the user experience right. of their products over making a quick buck.
0: Yep. And I appreciate that a lot. They retail at, like, 199 the M50s at least. Um, but you can get them on sale all the time for like 120 or 129 and they are so great. I remember back when we I did, love
1: yours. Yeah.
0: And I, I remember putting on yours, and I remember, the only big difference that I noticed right away was just, just the pads were a little different. Yeah, That's I, all. I
1: think, I think, uh, the pads on mine aren't quite as soft, and they squeeze your head a little bit more. Yours, I feel like you put them on. Oh, it's pillows. And they're just like, oh, they just... It's massaging tremendous. your face and just ooh <laughs> <laughs> it really it's that whereas good. mine are like uh, they're meant to collapse like they fold up and they can be mm-hmm. put in a little pet bed they're portable is what they are yeah. the uh, M50's
0: X's are too
1: yeah they are you can fold They just I, I just feel like mine at least they, they have a little more grip on your head so you mm-hmm. can like move your head around more and they're not gonna fall off
0: That's true. The fifty X's are a little looser.
1: Yeah, I I
0: don't think I could headbang.
1: So I definitely could in the M thirties. I think that's basically the difference. I think yours might have bigger drivers as well.
0: Yeah, so a little,
1: little more of a oomph to them. But not to say that the thirties sound bad. Yeah, right. They still sound insanely good. Right, and I think they're only like sixty bucks.
0: Yeah, I mean, no matter what... If you buy Audio-Technica headphones, they're going to be a great value, in my opinion. I know a lot of people think Bose is the way to go, but uh, compared to Audio-Technica, they don't have as good of a value,
1: in my no, opinion. No, they have good sound. They do. But sound quality to dollar, I, I agree with you. I don't think there's good of a value.
0: Mm-hmm. I remember back when we did Plugged in Tech, I did an article... About Plugged in tech? What's yeah, that? That what's sounds that? like a great site. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was. It was. It was fun. Um, and, and now, I, I think I did it for PIT. I might have done it on my I, own. You
1: did. I remember. Okay.
0: It. Yeah. I did an entire article about the ATH-M50Xs, and I referenced how like uh, Reggie Watts, because I was really into him. Do you, you know Reggie Watts? Yeah. Yeah. He was like, uh, there was like a snippet in one of his freestyles where he actually said, go out. And buy a pair of expensive headphones because then you're hearing the music the way the artist actually wants you to hear it. Yep. And and that's just that's just so true. I, I remember my first time putting them on, I wanted it to be to a song that I really loved. And I th- I'm pretty sure it was Another One Bites the Dust by Queen. And I put down, them on... Down, down, down. And... Oh, man. I close my eyes. And if you've never heard a perfect, like, song through a pair of fantastic headphones, I'm talking better than Beats by Dre quality, people. Beats by Dre, such a ripoff anyway.
1: There are a lot about the brand. And bass. Printed print on the house. And bass, Yeah, yes.
0: So, it, yeah, like, all the price you're paying for is brand and, like, bass. That's it. You're not hearing, like, the richness of something like an audio or Audio Technica Or even a Bose Just to be honest um, But I put those on And if you close your eyes And you really focus on the music You can hear the levels of the music Like you can hear the percussion And you can hear yeah. like the synth you, you can hear the vocals And it's all like It's all There's levels to it It's not just like a A one Or a one dimensional Or a two dimensional thing It's like a three dimensional experience And I remember just like being blown away because I was coming from earbuds skull wow. candy earbuds wow. which I was impressed by when I first put those in in college I remember playing World of Warcraft with and I got my first pair of like 40 skull candy earbuds and I was like wow this is great <laughs> wow these are so great Dang. and then I put those on and it was just I've never had another style of headphones since then never will i don't think unless it's somehow better
1: i do want to point out another notable brand i know we've been talking up audio technica quite a bit in Bose a little bit sennheiser yes yes if, they're also have, very have good you used any of their i haven't used before? them but i know they're right on par i've bought a few care i am getting messages on facebook it's driving <laughs> me crazy uh i should probably put my phone on Violin violent. I'm going to put my phone on silent. <laughs> <laughs> uh silent. I've bought a few pairs of Sennheisers in the past. I bought a pair as a gift for my dad and uh I think as a gift for someone else. I've never owned a pair personally. But man, those things are—I would say—they are as good as Audio Technicas. Yeah, I would say the same. Uh, they have a very, very good range of different products, where you can get an entry-level pair for forty bucks, or you can go all the way up to you know three or four hundred dollars headphones. They actually, I believe, Sennheiser has holds the world record for the most expensive pair of headphones at like ten thousand dollars or something like that. I believe. I it. can't imagine what those things sound like.
0: Probably just incredible, yeah,
1: <laughs> but uh, yeah, they're another really good brand. Uh, I know they're a company that stands behind their product. One thing I have noticed about them is that they feel a little bit light, like I know that it's it's a psychological thing that heavy is good, products are good products, but mm-hmm. that's not
0: the case. A, a lot, lot of, of times, work.
1: lighter products, you know, are just as good.
0: I so, think Sennheisers, Not to interrupt you, but aren't they more open-ended? I think they call them open-ended headphones. They have
1: they have a lot of open air headphones. Open air, yes. Yeah, they're not they're not closed ear. They're open, mm-hmm. um, which means that the back of the headphone that points away from your ear is open to the air in the room, um, so it lets more sound out. But I guess it has a more natural sound.
0: It's more natural and it kills some of the bass, which is the reason a that bit, I chose yes. the
1: closed closed ear ear they do have sennheiser does have closed ear but i believe their draw is that they make really really good open ear headphones i know um oh um i didn't buy two pairs i bought a pair for my dad and then uh cody was doing research on a new pair of headphones and he ended up getting a pair of sennheisers um and he loves them and I've, I've used them a few times and I think they're really yeah, good yeah well. I've never
0: even tried them but I would love to hear how it sounds I'd love to
1: one other thing we wanted to mention was gaming headsets yes now there is a difference between a good pair of headphones and a gaming headset it is my opinion I don't know if it's yours but it's my opinion that you should never buy a gaming headset
0: absolutely never
1: it is not worth it when you buy a gaming headset A gaming headset, for those of you who don't game, is a pair of headphones that has a mic built in. So you can wear the headphones and you have a mic right near your mouth so you can voice chat with your friends or whoever you're playing with. It's a good idea. It's practical. But you sacrifice audio quality when you get a pair of gaming or when you get a gaming headset because now they're not only are they doing headphones but they're putting a mic in there as well so that's part of what you're paying for
0: and the mic's not going to be great
1: right so what a lot of people recommend is get a good pair of headphones and then on amazon there is a ten dollar it might even be like eight dollar clip-on mic that it's universal it clips onto the side of a pair of headphones and then it's a little boom mic that comes down in front of your mouth and the wire that comes off of it is like thread thin. It's super tiny and it's got little clips all the way along it and you clip it to the wire that's already coming out of your headphones. So it's not even like there's an additional wire.
0: Or just man up and use a separate mic.
1: Man. Or just use a separate mic. It's they're <laughs> both options. I know I have over here I yeah, have a blue snowball, which not? I know you do too. I mean it's a more expensive option. Optimally having a separate pair of headphones and a mic that's mounted to that's your desk the desk is the best way to go. But if you want a nice pair of headphones and then a just a quick, easy mic to go along with it, the $8, $10 clip-on mic is not a bad option. Yeah, that's a, that, that is pretty good. It's a frugal you... way, budget way, to go yeah. about getting good sounding quality and still have a mic.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I completely agree. I would never buy a gaming headset. Although, now both of us are in a position where it would kind of be silly because we have... Headphones would that are better quality than any gaming headset would be, and we have microphones that are better quality than any gaming headset mic would be right, so it's just completely useless. This is
1: coming from someone who has owned multiple gaming headsets so you know I know I went from I think I went through four pairs of gaming headsets before I went to uh, having a standalone mic and a pair of headphones Wow, and I went through them because they kept breaking they're not built as good they're, no, they're cheaper because you're cramming a mic in there as well as speakers. And if the mic
0: goes, you got to buy a whole new thing. Right. If the headphones go and the mic still works, you still got to buy a whole new thing. Right.
1: Right. Like we said earlier, less less moving parts, less to go wrong. Right. Separate your peripherals so when one goes bad, multiple things don't go bad.
0: Right. that point in our show where we share with you a lesser known song. And we'll pass it right off to Joe. See what he has for us.
1: You guys ready for some Screamo?
0: Yeah! I know
1: I'm ready for some Screamo.
0: Is it actually Screamo?
1: Um, It's by a band who does Screamo. Oh. But this song itself is not Screamo. The name of my song of the week is Coming Home by Falling in Reverse.
0: So what'd you think? I liked it, man. A lot of Screamo. I know this wasn't Screamo. No, this was not. But I typically don't really like it. It's kind of too high energy for me. I'm never at that height of energy where I'm like, yeah, let's listen to Screamo. (laughs) I'm always like (laughs) way several levels under where I should be. If someone's listening to Screamo, I'm just like bobbing my head like I could take a nap. (laughs) And i'm listening to this yeah but uh that was really good and i it, it sounds like an old manish thing to say but a lot of time uh the people who are the singers in screamo bands if they actually sing i think it's actually better yeah because it's i think you know, i thought that his voice was great and i liked the energy of it it wasn't over the top which is perfect and i liked the way it sounded 10 out of 10. 10 10 out of 10. (laughs) Woo. Thumbs Thumbs up or thumbs down? Oh, yeah, that's right. Thumbs up.
1: (laughs) Uh, A little background on the band. The lead singer in 2008, his name is Ronnie Radke. He was involved in an altercation in Las Vegas that resulted in the fatal shooting of 18-year-old Michael Cook. While Radke did not shoot Cook, he was indicted on battery charges that led to a sentence of five years with probation. He failed to report to his parole officer, and as a result, he was arrested in June 2008, where he was sentenced to two years in prison. At the time, Ronnie Radke was the lead singer of the post-hardcore band Escape the Fate. I don't know if you've heard of them.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: Following Radke's incarceration, Escape the Fate kicked him out of the band and replaced him with former Bless the Fall lead singer Craig... Mabbit. During his time in prison, Radke formed a new band called From Behind These Walls and officially began creating media with the band upon his release. But he was later forced to change the band's name to Falling in Reverse due to copyright infringement.
0: Are you telling me that Falling in Reverse is made entirely out of convicts? No. Oh, so he started to create
1: content he started to write music when he was in prison
0: oh i thought you were saying that he got a band group together (laughs) in prison
1: that would have been pretty impressive (laughs) no uh he he wrote the content when he was in prison and when he was released he found people to be in the band with him
0: that's cool
1: they've released three albums and this single is off their upcoming fourth album he has a pretty interesting past to be where he is today you know the a lot of the screamo. It's there's some pretty dark undertones and messages to some of the songs. I believe it. Because he was like, if, if, if you look into interviews and news articles around the time that he was put in prison, Escape the Fate, the band that he was part of, really stabbed him in the back, kicking him out. I mean, there are quotes where they were like, yeah, you get thrown in jail, screw you. Well, you know, you're, you're done. We don't want you anymore. You're useless to us. Right. And he was like a founding member of Escape the Fate. And they just dumped him. Like, yeah, you're in jail. Screw you. Right. Like, he, I don't know. And it, so a lot of his music is like not revenge music on them, but there's lyrics and stuff. It's in like fueled songs.
0: by the emotions yes. behind that.
1: Yeah. There's a line in one of his songs where he's talking about uh, bad things that have happened to him, but I guess he can't escape that fate.
0: And, uh, you know he does clever yeah.
1: little things like that, and Escape the Fate has not done as well as a band since Radkey was kicked. Yeah, he has very strong vocals, and he's a good songwriter. You, you, I know you said that you don't usually like screamo, right? But I could probably link you to three or four of these guys' songs that you would really dig. Yeah. He's a good singer. He's a good lyricist, and he's a good uh, writer. He's has he has a good flow and everything. He's an all he's talented. He's a talented guy.
0: I could appreciate that. Yeah. Um, so,
1: yeah, that's about it for me. I uh, hope you enjoyed it. Word of warning: if you listen to some of their other music, it's a, it's quite a bit darker. Uh, oh, yeah. So just prepare for that. But I think that's probably because of the life he's. Live yeah. you know your a product I, of your situation this so,
0: genre is this called like hardcore it's isn't it like uh, a hardcore it's
1: post-hardcore punk is technically the oh. the genre name i know it's like a just call it screamo yeah. to most people that's yeah. what they know it as
0: there's there's punk anger. is the proper the leading emotion behind that is like anger and frustration to me and so that's what you can expect so i, I wouldn't really come as a surprise right if people are aware of like the leading emotion behind that this type of genre
1: yeah so what about you what do you got for us i know yours like you said yours takes a, a little bit of a different approach to emotion
0: yes so this one i actually had not even heard of this guy until um a couple days ago i, I made, heard of him first yeah i made a a facebook post <laughs> <laughs> and his name's james blake And I looked him up on Spotify. He has millions of views. I had just... I've never heard of the guy. Which is... It just astounds me when that happens. Because I am heavily into music. And I haven't heard someone who's been listened to several... Tens of millions of times on Spotify. But, uh... Yeah, so his name's James Blake. And this track is My Willing Heart. It is co-written by, of course, James Blake and Frank Ocean. And that's what actually drew me to the track. I wasn't even going to listen, but I really like Frank Ocean. And I thought the the music video has a pregnant Natalie Portman in it, which is Oh, really? Yeah, it's kind of like weird. But here we go again, like that's what drew me in. <laughs> and I was watching it and like, oh, this is kind of cool. And the track is really mellow and it's just it was a nice um kind of background track to listen to throughout my day off the other day and I figured I'd share it with you guys so here's a little snip when I see- So, what are your thoughts, Joe? It's a
1: weird song. I think your songs of the week have been progressively going down a weirder and weirder road. (laughs) I mean, think of your last, I think, four songs of the week. You had uh, that song by uh, STRFKR. Oh,
0: yeah.
1: Uh, You had that song by... Mika? Mika. Yeah.
0: Yeah and i've had stromae. Yeah, you've had stromae
1: and you you got some weird picks, man, but i like them all. Those are the unique ones though. Those
0: are the ones i really want to I, share. Yeah,
1: i and i can tell that that's the type of music you're drawn to to. You like original sound. Yeah. And i think that's an important thing in music today because there's a lot of just recycled, you know, recycled music. Uh, yeah. you listen to the top hits radio, and there's a lot of songs that compare to songs back from the early 2000s it's just the same chords over and over again
0: right because so it's I, pr- a proven method like if this works don't detract too much stuff, from it
1: repeat yeah. stuff repeat, repeat stuff, stuff. Them, shout <laughs> <out>. <laughs> um yeah so i like it man i i think it's funky it's weird but it's satisfying because as odd as it is he makes it all work
0: yeah and the the strength behind the vocals is really good it's very clear. He
1: does have a strong voice. Yeah. And so I nice. think he shows that as well in his song Retrograde, which happens to be his most popular. Most listened
0: to yep. on Spotify, yes. I listened to it um, once through, and I thought it was great. I just had never heard it. I think it had like 25 million views on Spotify or something. But,
1: yeah. Well, to be to be fair, you'd never heard of Falling in Reverse either, and their top song has like 30 million views so
0: yeah but i believe that more because i never searched that genre that's
1: true that's true james blake yeah james blake is in a genre that you spend a lot of time in yeah
0: hope you guys enjoyed that song check him out on spotify as joe mentioned retrograde is probably the one he's most known for so check that out if you want something a little less weird and let's uh move right along
1: Getting into the discussion segment for this week, we're going to do something a little fun. We're going to play a little game. We want to talk about our strengths and our weaknesses. But instead of talking about our own strengths and our own weaknesses, we thought it would be fun to pick on other people and really make them feel bad. No, we're going to talk about each other's strengths and each other's weaknesses. So we're going to take turns. I'm going to talk about... Like a strength that I see in Jake. Like a personality trait that, you know, he's really got going for him. And then I'm going to make fun of his weight or, you know, yeah, something exactly. to make him feel bad. A weakness.
0: A weakness.
1: <laughs> you know, he's well, a little slow. He stares at the ceiling when he talks. He's, you know. Oh,
0: yeah. <laughs> You're a lot better at speaking than me. That's your strength. <laughs> well, th- this is, we're doing this for fun, but we're also doing this because. <clears throat> you clear your throat a lot. <laughs> it's intolerable (laughs) it's really hard for an individual to figure out what their own strengths and weaknesses are because we have a perceived version of self and then we have the our outward selves which is what other people can see and what other people can tell so if i i could think that i'm a stubborn person but i might not be and vice versa. You might
1: not come across that way. Right. And keep in mind that this is one person's opinion of you. Right. So it's You not... act differently depending on who you're with. Oh, so yeah. So you might, like, show a certain side of yourself when you're hanging out with just me than if you're hanging out with just uh, another one of your friends. Right. You know, so while I'm telling you what I think your strengths and weaknesses are... They don't summarize your strengths and weaknesses as a whole because I'm just one person and right. you know I don't know. Don't take this as concrete because I'm gonna upset you. No, <laughs> I'm just
0: kidding. <laughs> oh man, I'm just I'm kidding. nervous because I don't even know <laughs> what I'm gonna say about you yet. No, I'm just
1: messing with you. I don't I don't really know what I'm gonna say. I think I have one little bit of a weakness.
0: Okay, That's and, good. and it's
1: not even that bad. It's not All you right. know because I don't I don't know I don't think I don't. I'm not the type of person who pit points out, like, the weaknesses of people. I'm well, not, like, I know, but, like, if it's something ooh. that you thought
0: of and you're, like, and I'm, like, giving you the ability to do so, just be like, hey, if you've ever noticed something about me that you're, like, man, Jake could really do better in this area... Then now's your chance I'm to, to say I'm something. I'm going to I
1: got something. So I'll, I will. I'm not I'm not scared. All right. Um so now I got to really scramble right. and try to think of a strength. <laughs>
0: I'm okay. Just All right. Kidding. Well, hold on. No, that's fine. I mean if you don't have one quite yet, I can go because I have a strength for you. Oh okay. All right. All right. So here we go. One of Joe's strengths is DIY. Oh. I really like that. That's something that I admire because I am terrible at it. (laughs) I'm terrible. And you take a lot of time to do research, and you're not afraid to try something for the first time. The thought of trying something for the first time, like it makes me feel like, oh, it's just going to take so much time, and I'm going to be bad at it, and I just don't do it. And then when I try, I'm correct. I fail. (laughs)
1: So is this a strength... Me because it's a strength for me, or is it a strength for me because it's a weakness you see in yourself? We
0: all com- that's that's what it is, though, because that's we're true. all we all compare based on ourselves. That's true, and that's how we find strengths in other yeah, people.
1: That makes sense. You see in others what you wish you had in yourself, right? So, by lacking something yourself, you see it in others.
0: And okay, another strength for you is that I think you're very organized, you're particularly more organized than myself, even though I'm actually getting a lot better. I used to be a complete mess with my life and everything. But you are like, very organized. I've never, like, seen anything messy from you at all. And you're a very thorough, detail-oriented guy. Like, when I edit my episodes, I feel like they're a little bit sloppier than yours.
1: (laughs) Well, that's how I've always been when it comes to digital, like, you know, this type of thing. The creative part of me, everything has to be just so yeah I don't know it's just how I've always been I think it's probably you know obviously I don't I shouldn't say I think it obviously is because of my parents my mom is a perfectionist and my dad uh he really cares about doing things right the first time uh so you're not going over and doing things multiple times so I think those two things I'm a perfectionist that has to do things right the first time (laughs) yeah yeah it's how I've always been
0: yeah well it's uh very beneficial so, yeah, for weakness, um, let's see.
1: Well, I got a weakness for you. I'll okay. I'll go ahead and show right. that. Weakness for me. All right, here we go. This has to do with, like, conversation when you're, like, talking with other people. I've noticed it when you're, like, talking with me. I'm or bad when...
0: at speaking. <laughs> I already know. No, this. it's not even you
1: speaking. <laughs> it's you're listening. I think... Really? Yes. I think sometimes you'll be... And I'm doing air quotes right now, listening to the person who's talking to you, but you're just completely off somewhere else in your head. And it kind of like, I mean, it's not that big a deal because people get spacey and they think about other things, but like, and there's been times where I've been like, I'll tell you something. And then for like a good five seconds after I tell you, you just like, it doesn't look like you registered. <laughs> like, you're just like. Kind of just like st- sitting there, like trying to understand what I said, even though it was probably just because you weren't really listening. I don't know if I'm wording it right. I probably don't, not making any sense. But there are times when I well, feel like I have I'm, a
0: slow processing time. No, I don't, I don't think, know. I don't
1: think that's it because it will just be like we'll be talking about something. I'll say I'll like mention something to you, and then there'll be a pause for five seconds, and you'll start talking about something different. Like, you've had another thought in your head, and that's what you want to talk about. So that's just the direction the conversation goes.
0: Oh, well, okay, yeah. Sometimes what'll happen... All right, You just don't have anything else to say, Well, no, well, some... Well, that, too. But sometimes, like, all right, if you'll say something, and then I'll, like, develop a thought that I'm having about that thing, but you'll keep talking. Not just you. This is just anybody. Right. So, like, as that thought's brewing... I'm not, like, really listening to what you're saying. Right. And then I'm responding, like, Internet Explorer, 15 seconds too late. (laughs) So I think that might be what it is. I think
1: you did a good job of explaining what I was trying to get across. It's not that you're ignoring. It's just that you get thinking in your own head, and you stop devoting your attention. Because we'll be talking, and you'll be making eye contact, and all of a sudden you'll look away. And I'll be thinking, yeah, okay, Jake's off in his head thinking about something. He's developing a thought. He's thinking about something he wants to say. Yeah. It's not a big deal. I mean, it's not like a huge personality trait. It's just one of, like, I just That's just it was, something you've noticed? Yeah, something I've noticed. I it was kind of funny.
0: I've always wondered, yeah, like how people think about listening. Because I, I, you can't know yourself if right. you're a good listener. Like, right, You just don't... Everyone thinks they're a good listener. Am I a good listener? I think so. You're not a bad one. <laughs> right. So right. okay, that's good enough. If yeah. I'm not a bad listener, I mean that's good enough. And sometimes it. I actually really do feel slow. Like I actually feel <laughs> like like my mental pathways are congested. Oh. And it happens quite often.
1: Maybe you need to spend three days isolated in a row. <laughs> I need
0: to clear it out, you know. To
1: like clear your thoughts and really regroup.
0: Take yeah. a season break. Come back to season two. In a month or so, maybe it could. It also could be specifically to the podcast. It could be that we are recording later in the day because I get tired at like six p.m.
1: Just so you guys know, it's ten o'clock at night right now. Yeah, and so we that, both that have could work be tomorrow. a little
0: bit. That could right. be a little bit of it. Yeah, but throughout the day, I do do that as well. I think I'm just less apt to do that if I have more energy. I think you're good at. Breathing. Yay! You, you got it down. <laughs> yeah,
1: I watch you. I watch you breathe in and out, man. you got that all <laughs> You're <great. wrong. laughs> um, No, I think it's kind of funny that I, I, your weakness that I pointed out was that sometimes I feel like you don't listen because right. the strength that I'm thinking of is that you do a good job of paying attention, which is exactly the opposite of the weakness that I just said. But it's, really? It's different. It's I've noticed that... Like when we're hanging out in a group with a bunch of people here.
0: Okay, and you start saying something, and then everyone else gets disconcerned. And then, I, yeah, is
1: that what you, you're about to say? You bring it back. You're good about that. You you pay attention to the individual things that people say, and you make them feel like you care what they need, what they want to say.
0: I can't say I specifically do that on purpose because I don't like it. I Because I, it's like a really minor thing. And I think most people don't do it on purpose and they don't mean to be rude, but if you're in a big group and there's a lot of little things going around that makes people lose attention, but I feel like if someone's trying to say something and like, or make a joke or something or tell a story, you should let them finish. Right. So I noticed that like, if a group thing slowly starts dwindling away, I'd be like, all right, you know what? I am, I'm I'm genuinely curious and I don't want to be rude. Yeah. So I I want to finish the story. Yeah, and I think so, I yeah. think that's a definite strength you have that you make people you
1: make people feel valued for what they uh, what they want to say. Like you don't just like brush off what they're saying to talk about something else. And I know that sounds like I'm I'm completely going against the weakness well, that I said, but I can appear like I'm listening. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. No, um <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I think you do that well. Um, well, that's good. Or, or if someone mentions something minor, like a minor detail, and then you're like talking with them again a week later, you'll remember what they said, even though it wasn't a big thing. Are,
0: are you saying I have a good memory? Because I don't.
1: I think... <laughs> I think you have a good memory for conversation. Like, I think you yeah. remember things that people have talked about very well. I can Cause see I, that. Because I know a lot of times here on the podcast, I'll say something like, have we talked about this before? And you immediately, you'll be like, yes.
0: Well, I also am a loser and I listen to every episode of our podcast two or three times when they air. Okay.
1: Well, that could be it. But I've noticed <laughs> it even when we're not recording. Yeah. Like, yeah. we'll just be hanging out and I'll say, hey, have we talked about this? Or if I mentioned this... You know, know what? And you'll always know. Yeah,
0: I think, I think I, that might be true. I might have a good memory for conversation, people, and faces. Yes. Social things. Yes. Other than that. Even though when yeah. you're an introvert, man. Yeah. <laughs> All right, come on. I, uh, now i got to think of a Come on, give a me a weakness. weakness. I'm ready. Lay it on oh, me. Make me feel bad. Man, I, this might take a while. Like gen, <laughs> uh, Oh, come on. No, don't pop up my ego too much. No, no. for real. Like, I don't, There's nothing I've ever noticed. That is a weakness for you. Oh, no, for real, <laughs> for real. Like, I'm trying to, I'm trying to think of one. Uh, I talk too much. Uh, I... I could take the easy way out and say that you're apt. Both we all know this. Everyone pretty much knows this. Oh, great! What is, is, that, is it? You're <laughs> apt to cut people off in conversation that's and take over but you know that I do know that we all know that I can't freaking help it I just got stuff to say man I, I know and it's not even like I don't even view that as a
1: weakness I don't tr- I don't try to be rude when I do it exactly though. and that's that's why I don't view it as a weakness I try to sneak in when it's like alright they, they can be done what they're saying
0: <laughs> they can be
1: done they're not done <laughs> but they can be they can it's <laughs> not gonna hurt the conversation if I cut them off
0: I, I will really th- try to think of a-
1: Oh, so that was just the warm up, huh? Yeah,
0: that was pretty verbal. <laughs> well, that was—I feel like that was a cop out because that's something we discussed, I think. Yeah,
1: we have. We've already yeah. discussed that. <laughs> oh, I
0: got one.
1: Oh, great! I think I got one. Quick note before we go any further: if you hear any background this episode, that's my wife. I think she's watching a movie or something in the living room. So, uh, you know, it's budget big... budget podcast—that's what you get.
0: It's a big testament. <laughs> Uh, Blue yeti microphones—they're really good because they pick up the smallest sound a million miles away. Yeah,
1: we can barely hear it in here, but yeah. <laughs> you know, I bet the mic picks it up pretty clearly. Yeah.
0: Okay, so I think I, I do have a weakness that I haven't even mentioned to you yet. Oh, but great! Again, it's not even a big one. It's not even a big deal. I'm paranoid? Okay.
1: I can't you... look at you. <laughs>
0: Hide me. Okay, <laughs> I'm so ashamed. there's been many times when I've been in a vehicle with you. You drive really fast, and you can drive distracted quite often. I've seen you drive distracted. Okay. <laughs> All right. I can see that. But I don't...
1: Like like, like doing
0: what? Like, again, like, it's just a little thing. I don't know. Like, I just feel like... I, I do it, too. If I'm driving... I know this is sidetracking from you a little bit, but if, if I'm driving along the highway and I get into a conversation, I'll miss my exit. And I feel like you're the same way, because I notice, like, if we... I can't think of a specific example, but we'll like get into a conversation or something, or like you'll like fiddle, like, like fiddle with your phone or like fiddle with something over here. Don't say I, I, I fiddle just... with my phone. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, because I mean you, you don't like you don't like you know text. Or I'll whatever. change a song. Yeah, like I'll hit the next button. On yeah, my phone. I don't know. I just I remember having that thought, but I don't know. Like I don't so, remember it being completely, like serious. Or right. Anything. So like, we'll but be... you do you you pretty fast on the highway.
1: Oh, I but I, I drive might be really enough. slow. I, well, I drive the highway to and from work every day, yeah. <laughs> so I've, like, i gotten it's a bad habit. I drive, in in the 70 mile an hour zones, I drive 80. Mm. Is that fast? Is 10 miles an <sighs> hour fast? Maybe,
0: maybe not. I, I think Adrian's accused me of being slow, so maybe I'm just a grandpa. Well, what? how fast do you drive on the highway? I usually drive, I usually drive the speed limit or five miles an hour over, so yeah. I don't know. Well, you're only five miles an hour under me. Yeah. No. Yeah, I drive. I, don't I
1: drive like eighty on the highway in the seventy. I do eighty in the sixty-five as well. That yeah. might be pushing a little bit. I I typically I I typically think that ten miles an hour over on the highway is the limit. But I think I do...
0: five in my head. Yeah. So, but that's because growing up, I remember my mom saying that. Like she, yeah, she's like, five yeah, it's over. five, it's five over. If it's 25, you can go 30. Yeah. And it's just like, well, do you ever drive
1: 10 miles an over 10 miles an hour over in like a 25? Do you
0: do 35 Actually, in a 25? I, I think I do that all the time. So there's North Avenue really... and Skowhegan, everyone does it. Yeah. It should be a 35, but it's a 25. Right. So that's not really any different. Yeah. I don't know. I just remember having that thought. Right. No, I know. I know. <laughs> um,
1: yeah, I, I'll admit that I, I can get distracted sometimes. Uh, I always try to do my best to not text and drive. Yes, yeah, I've never you, seen you text and. drive. I see other people doing that, and it aggravates me. Yeah. Um, if I'm driving to work in the morning and you send me a message on Messenger, I when I reply to you, it's all voice. Yeah. I, my screen, I, I have it set up so when I'm in my car, the screen on my phone doesn't shut off. So it's like all like I just my screen's always on, and I literally tap a button. It activates mic control. I say what I'm going to say, yeah, and then I the tap effects. a button again, and it sends it. Yeah. So, you know, I don't ever have to really focus. Um, I'll pick music and change a song, but a lot of people do that when they pop a CD yeah. in or, you know, that type of thing. Yeah. But I can see the distracted driving thing. When I get real deep into conversation and I'm, like, vested in what we're talking about, right? I'll stop paying attention to, you know, where I'm going.
0: Oh, yeah. That, yeah. And like I said, that happens to me, too. And I think it... It's just a very minor thing. But that is something I genuinely remember thinking that I haven't told you. So I think that's probably I,
1: Do you think be honest. Yeah, yeah. Do you think I'm a bad driver?
0: No. I don't okay. think you're a bad driver. All okay. right. Oh, that's good. I'll take it. <laughs> what would you have done if I said yes? I would have taken it. You'd have been like I have oh, to. Uh-huh. I'm like, oh okay. Right. Well screw you, Janky <laughs> Grandpa. Yeah. <laughs>
1: You know, I think I just... Do you drive. sit up to the wheel like this? like put your do you rest your nose on top of the steering wheel
0: and drive 10 under? Grandpa. I've had a lot of speeding tickets. Well, you have too. I've been pulled, you pulled over you still drive lot. fast.
1: Yeah, I don't learn. That's <laughs> funny. Um, I've never been pulled over in my Impreza, so... Yeah. Also... In my previous car, I was never pulled over in that My either. car
0: always has something that I would get ticketed for. So that's another reason why I'm concerned about speeding because if I got pulled over for speeding, they'd also notice a couple of my blinkers didn't work, my tail light didn't work, and I'm currently not registered.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So how many uh how many times have you been pulled over? I've been actually I've been pulled over probably in the double digits, like low double digits.
1: I've been pulled over eleven times.
0: Yeah. Uh, how many times have
1: you gotten tickets?
0: Tickets? I've only had a couple. Same I've only here. had a couple. Same uh, here. I wanna say two or three tickets. I've had a lot of warnings, mostly verbal I've yep. had one one written warning.
1: Yep. I honestly feel that if you get pulled over for speeding and you're just like calm and collected, why am I I'm sitting here with I have got my slipper on my hand. I, I just realized. That. Must be comfortable. Um, it's warm. Yeah. <laughs> it's soft in there. <laughs> if you're calm and collected, And you're just honest with the officer. A lot of them understand that you know if you're driving every day, you're not always going to be paying attention and going you know the speed limit. A lot of them are very understanding, and I feel like if you're just straightforward with them, they'll you know they're willing they're willing to be like, all right, just a warning this time. Yeah. You know, keep it under control. For because for a lot of people, simply getting pulled over is enough of a reminder to be like alright I need to slow down when I'm driving it is kind of a scary experience it doesn't bother me anymore the first four or five times I got pulled over I'd get nervous and my heart rate would start like jumping up but now when I get pulled over I just like just pull over and I'm just sitting there waiting
0: well I always get nervous because like I said I always know because I'm like oh great how much money am I going to have to spend yeah that's the first thing I think of it's like oh great (laughs) they get a notice that my inspections you know what do you
1: when you get pulled over uh, what do you okay Right. Uh, you're sitting in your car on the side of the road you've just been pulled over I'm the cop Whoop, whoop lights go off I'm getting out of my car what, what,
0: <laughs> what are
1: you what are you doing in your car?
0: Well the first thing I do is uh, reach over and get my registration as the cop's walking up to the window yeah yeah that, they probably don't like that but I do it Yeah no I don't
1: think they like that yeah so you grab they might your
0: think I'm going for a gun or something
1: you so you grab your registration and stuff.
0: Well, I also do that, like, bef- uh, usually before they even get out of the vehicle. And that's because, like, I don't want to waste their time Right. looking for it. Yeah. I'd like to have it in my hand just as soon as they... And a lot of times I do. Uh, I'll have it right in my hand when they come up before they even ask for it. Because yep. I know they're going to ask for it.
1: Right. Mine's in a separate little envelope, and it sits right in the top of my glove box. Yeah. So when I open my glove box, it's right there. I never have to search for it. Yeah. And-
0: it's a strength of yours, Joe. You're organized.
1: <laughs> when I get pulled over, I roll my window down two inches, a little bit, this much, and then I just sit with my hands on the steering wheel, 10 and 2, and I just wait. And when they come up to the window, they will say, hey, how's it going? And I'll be like, good, how are you? And they'll be like, oh, I'm all right. Do you know why I pulled you over? And I'll say, yeah, blah, blah, blah. And then they'll be like, could you roll your window down? And that's when I'll roll my window down. Yeah. And I'll, that's when I'll take my hands off the wheel that's when I'll grab my registration and stuff like that. I I like to give the officer full confidence when they're walking up to my car. Yeah. I want them to see that my hands are on the wheel. I'm not reaching around for crap. I'm not doing anything. And I also think that rolling the window down just a few inches when you get pulled over shows the officer that you're responsible and you're concerned for your safety. Because there have been stories of people getting pulled over by the quote-unquote cops. Right. And they roll their window down, and the person that comes up to the window is like a mugger or a robber, and they'll, like, jack them.
0: Do you know why I pulled you over today? I have no idea. (laughs) Because I want all your money. (laughs) Give me your wallet. Give me your
1: wallet. (laughs) (laughs) No, but I think it shows, like, a level of, you know, in a weird way, it shows a level of responsibility that, you know, you want them to have confidence when you come up, when, when they come up to the window, and you want to have confidence when they come up to the window. You know, that mutual comfort because being a cop, approaching some random person's oh, yeah. window, that's got to be oh, terrifying.
0: Yeah. yeah, I'm sure. Like, after a while, you get numb to it. Right.
1: And if you make their job easy and relaxing, I feel like they're going to be more willing to be easy and relaxing on, yeah. on you. So
0: I think so, too. I, I have, like, a uh, more of, like, a rebellious kind of feel when it comes to when it comes to stuff like that like like what you described like I, I it's an incredibly beneficial and that's like what you really want to do but I'm very casual when I should be when I should be formal I've always been like that I always will be like that so when it comes to that kind of stuff it's just like I, it just doesn't feel right to me
1: yeah you, you don't want to be I don't know casual to the point where you're being disrespectful
0: no like I don't say what's up I don't know because like, they are the one. I feel like I'm know. formal enough but I'm not I'm never like the picture your perfect example of being formal i think we got
1: a little off topic uh let's rein it back in a little bit and finish up what we were talking about i think that it's important to recognize your strengths and your weaknesses i mean how else are you going to improve you know if right. you don't know your strengths and your weaknesses
0: it's incredibly important to be flexible you got to know your like personality type and you've got to know the difference between your inner self and in your outer self. What you feel that, what you feel about yourself and how you act and what you stand for and the difference between how other people perceive that. So by asking other people, like, hey, what, what do you think my strengths or weaknesses is? It, it might seem weird. Like, they might view it as, oh, you're just, like, trying to get an ego boost or something. Because everyone is quick, especially your friends, like, would be quick to give a strength but way less quick to give a weakness because that's just like we don't want to hurt people's feelings and stuff but hearing that kind of thing is imperative to personal growth so it's like you said yeah it's it's something you need to do you need to identify in order to make personal change this week we're going to debut something new that we hope to keep continue doing every week every week wow that's putting quite the you know Quite the commitment I on think it. it's gonna be pretty easy to do. Yeah. Ultimately. Oh yeah? But well, then we'll see how you like trying to find that, one of these. <laughs> that being said, you jerk. it might not happen every week, <laughs> but we're going to do debut a segment right now called Jokes with Jake and Joe. A where we find a joke. A goof. A goof. A gaff. A
1: little gaff.
0: On Reddit or wherever. On the internet. Reddit. Yeah, it's gonna be Reddit. <laughs> that was particularly funny, and we wanted to share it with you guys. Those of you who are friends with
1: me on Facebook, you'll know I like to post little goofs and gaffes as you my do. statuses. Yes. <laughs> so this is right in that spirit. All right, so take it away. Joke. Here's one. Got one for you. I, uh... I dated the girl in a wheelchair. She broke up with me because I said I kept pushing her around. I said... Why don't you stand up for yourself?
0: Ba-dum! Pssh! That's good.
1: Thanks for listening this week, guys. I'm Joe. I'm Jake. We said we weren't going to do that anymore, but we did it anyway. You know what time it is. We're going to, uh, fade our voices out. Our voices are going to get quieter. And as they get quieter, the song of the week is going to get louder and louder. Who knows? By this point, you might not even be able to hear my voice. Maybe I'll alter my voice. So I'm high-pitched and I... (laughs) Maybe I'll drop it so I sound really low and really bassy. Who knows what I'm going to do? Either way, enjoy the song of the week and we'll catch you in the next one.